Hey everybody, welcome back to the Juhu Roadshow podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't think people fully understand what podcast even is. Let me give you layman's terms. Radio show. Yeah, that's it's, really what it it's is. It's the Juhu Radio Show. Roadshow Radio Show. Um, so don't be scared of it. But uh, it's uh, it's Monday, uh, January the 15th. Um, still sitting here with Shantae. And... Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could, yeah. I wish we could share all the stories that we have because there's a bunch. But unfortunately, we're limited to 30 minutes at a time. But uh, we we both went to New Mexico State. We both studied journalism. We both worked for the the same television station. Um, overlapped slightly there. Mm-hmm. But um, you left. Uh, when did you leave? The television station. Yeah. What year? Um, 99. Really? Yes, because Jalen was born February 2000. Okay. He's my leap day baby. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Um, so you left in 99. I left in, I think, 2003. Okay. And so um, started doing my own thing, video production thing. And then, um, then we decided we were going to try something. I, uh, was it 2005? 2005. 2004. I had just had Darius. Okay. So 2004, uh, Shantae and another person come to me and they have an idea. <laughs> that was, that was, was that good? Yeah. Is, did I, should I stick with that? Yeah, that's good. Okay. We'll stick with that. Uh, Shantae and a third party <laughs> came to me and had an idea for a show. Mm-hmm. And on the, you know, on, from the onset, it seemed like a bit of a crazy idea, but it was possible. Right. Um, we were all kind of all going through our own thing Ugh. on the personal on the personal side. Yes. Uh, trying times. Mm-hmm. And then here comes this show. And we, it was called Dream Home Drive. And the, the premise of the show was that we were going to. Now, I'll talk. To, <laughs> I'll talk about how it degraded over time. But initially it was to take feature houses, really cool houses up in this area. And make a television show, mm-hmm. and you guys were going after real estate agents to get advertised. Well, basically, they were paying you to put the show their right, house on the house, show. Right, per house, right? Okay. Plus advertisers. Plus advertisers, and it was a fantastic idea. And did well. Yes, um, we were buying Albuquerque time. We were it was awesome. We were making money, like right. decent money. But there's, unfortunately, the downside of that is you actually have to do this shit. You have to put it together. <laughs> so, and when I say. You know, we have to put it together and we have to do all this work. What I mean is they're going to sit in their office and make some phone calls and I'm going to drive all over God's green earth trying to shoot these houses. Hey, I showed up for the beginning and end. Yeah. Yeah. Show. So Shantae and I were also the host, the host and hostess uh, of the show. And so I would basically work my just work my ass off for like six days. Right. And then we would get together on the seventh day and shoot a stand up. Right. To intro the show and to do an out for the show. And the outtakes of those, we have to find a way to share these with we the do. general We do. We have public. to show them. They're so they funny. Are both of the blooper reels, not yeah. just the one, because both of them are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so... But the first year we did the show, um, it was you know it was a lot of work, and it was it was a thirty minute show once a week, mm-hmm. and each house got about what a minute and a half, a minute to a minute and a half. Yeah, it was it was I something it, like that. Yeah. And so number one, we you know I'd have to come up with all these ways to like creative <laughs> ways to describe a house, and I learned. And you were so good at. Yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> I learned a lot about Corian countertops and pergo flooring and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And we were seeing these beautiful homes. And then the second year um, we did it, we got, we got statewide airtime. We didn't have statewide mm-hmm. airtime the first time. It was no. local. Right. So the second season, um, we got statewide. We were on statewide CBS. So the, the entire state of New Mexico could watch our show. And somehow it went from, hey, let's highlight these beautiful homes to, <laughs> to let's show the piece of shit that you can't sell yeah. so that we can try to help you sell this double white. <laughs> but I do think that part of it, too, was there was an economy dip at that time, too. So I think that they weren't getting as many of the fantastic houses <laughs> because but we I were just, really trying to pull it out. Because I remember, like, I don't know, driving three hours someplace <laughs> to, like, someplace north of Pagosa Springs. And I, like, walk into this trailer house and I'm like, Really? No. Okay. No. Uh-uh. And then I'd no, have to wait. get super uh-uh. creative. No. You're going to love this wood paneling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not how it went down. He would call on the phone and bitch and moan the whole way. I cannot believe where you are sending me for this probably this piece of crap house. He would rant. And usually they were piece of crap houses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm just oh, going to take one to the, for the team and listen this. to his griping the whole way up there. Enjoy this glorious double wide made on American made cinder block foundation. <laughs> <God. sighs> nothing, no, nothing says glamour and flash like linoleum. <laughs> That's, I mean, it, initially it started out with like this, this unbelievable houses and it kind of just went downhill from there. But <laughs> we. We did it, though. We did it, and we did it through horrible times. And just let's just put a disclaimer let's out there. Let's do that. Whenever you do see this blooper reel, because I have a feeling it's going to happen, keep in mind, Shantae does not look like that anymore. <laughs> I was going through a horrible time <laughs> in my life, so I'm much better now. Well, what's really funny is you were, I was, oh. um, our third party was. Yeah, it was, it was a rough It was how miserable. How did we even not, how did we even stay? Well, I remember the one time that you came over to the house, and you're like, get up, go take a shower, <laughs> brush your teeth, let's go. <laughs> we have to do this. With it, but th- I think, you know, <laughs> honestly, I think that's the only way we could have done the show. Oh, my gosh. Is it was because it was a distraction to what yeah, we had to deal you're, with you're in life. Yeah, you're probably right. And we had each other. Yeah. And, and, and we depended on each other quite a bit. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, we all kind of had this, okay, we can do this and we're going to do this. And it was a shit ton of work. Yeah. It Failure was, was way, not an option. I can't even much. say how many times we've said that. Well, it was just, it, it, was, it was beyond... A, a, a three-team workload. Oh, absolutely. But we still did it. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of fun doing it uh, in the meantime. And, like, it's funny because, you know, what people saw on the air was, you know, hey, Chipper, welcome to the show, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as we would come to, God, this <sighs> sucks. Suck. Life sucks. Sucks to be me right now. <laughs> and I would get in so much trouble when I would screw up over and over and over again. Well, yeah, and he would like roll his eyes at me. Yeah, mostly and because, then smile. Mostly because I still had seventeen hours of work to do that day, <laughs> while you got to go do whatever it is that you did while I was driving to Iowa to shoot whatever trailer that you, Iowa. You guys booked for me to shoot, and then um, Wednesday was edit day. Yeah. And edit day was special because what did you guys always bring me on edit day? Cake. Cake. I put on 25 pounds doing this show. 
Okay, Justin loves I would cake. eat the whole cake. <laughs> so every Wednesday, I would go in my little cave in my house to edit this show, <laughs> and they would bring me a cake. It was basically their way of saying, you're working way harder than we are, so we're going to spend six bucks on okay, a cake for you. Okay, you were working way harder than the third party, but I also was running a marketing agency. Oh, that's so true, So I'm telling you, it was not easy. But... <laughs> So I would get a cake and I would eat the entire cake while we mm-hmm. while I edited. I, I'm gonna stop saying we because there was no we in the editing. No, there was no we. and you never. I don't think you ever offered to share that that cake when we brought it. Well, why would I? Because I knew you guys were gonna go <laughs> get manicures or whatever it is. That you, oh yeah. While I'm editing. No, those were the real low budge days. Yeah, but we got that show done. We did. And we had a ton of fun doing it. And and. I just, I, I do think it was, you know, it was a saving grace for, for all three of us at that time. Absolutely. And it's something that, you know, I, I'm very proud of the fact. I mean, we had a statewide TV show. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I learned a lot about houses. Yes. I learned a lot about houses. And we have two of probably the funniest videos that I've ever done. <laughs> so oh, my God. One and, of my you know, <laughs> when you watch it. It's so genuine. Like, we were a hot mess. Oh, yeah. Those were our hot mess the moments. Hot mess you days. You cannot miss it. Well, and, and perfect microcosm of, of the show and, and what we, you know, what it was like doing it is, do you remember the last stand-up we did for it? Hold on. There's an explosion about to <laughs> That's what it sounds like in here. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't remember an explosion. Yeah. So, the last stand-up we did, do you remember it? You no. were about to die. Oh, my strep throat. So sick. Yeah. Yes. And remember, I didn't have my shoes on because the, yep. the sand was hot on my feet. Yeah. Oh, I was and we so had like sick. a 20-minute conversation about people with long <laughs> second toes. <laughs> I stand by that. Oh, yeah. By the way. I, I have to find a way to post that. They're just You do. Cla- like, cla- here's, a, here's a classic example of what our outtakes were like. Does this microphone make my ass look big? <laughs> no, it's your ass. <laughs> that is it was just, it was so much fun, and, and yeah. we were so dependent on each other, and, and um, I, I just it was so much work. But I, I don't I don't know that I would have survived without that show. No, and I think that you are kind of going through an ADHD phase of your life. So. Are you sure about that? Uh-huh. How so? Because you would run around, and like I would have to like rein you in. <laughs> I'm like, calm down. Let's do this. Well, it was a tough time, man. It was I know. a tough time. Um, so remember we, that big new house where, like, I could not get this. The yeah, that was uh, that was Jerry Tuffley's house. Oh, my yeah? buddy Jerry Tuffley. They had built this unbelievable house, <laughs> just beautiful. Remember how you hit me with the piece of wood? <laughs> okay, you're making it sound a lot worse than it was. It was like cardboard. It wasn't wood, but yeah, I think it was wood. Yeah. I did. I, I, I did. I got spanked. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember that? Three. <laughs> that third rule we talked about. Oh God. Oh, the editing. <laughs> the editing. It wasn't a dirty spank. It was actually. It was, it was, a, qu- it it was, was quite like funny. I needed to get spanked. <laughs> And then, like, do you remember, like, just this, the crazy shit I would do? And you're like, what are you doing? I because like, I knew what it was going to look like when we're editing the, it. Is yeah. it that same house where I, like, set the camera yes. up and I walked off and then, <laughs> like, what and are then you, you doing? And you were doing something like this, <laughs> smooshing me with your hands. 
I, want, I think we're the only ones that find this funny, but I don't care because if somebody if, if somebody else wants to talk about something funny, they can make their own <laughs> podcast. Oh my gosh, it's, it was hilarious. But it was. We, we had so much fun, and like, and and then we, we, you know, we were doing things as friends together that were like, you know, going to the concerts and going mm-hmm. to the river rafting and saving each yeah. other's lives uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I, I did tell you the second part of that story, right? The rafting story. I so <laughs> we all went we went rafting. I think you guys took me for my birthday or it was one of our birthdays because we celebrated birthdays big. Time. I remember one birthday gift you never used because I'm not going to jump out of a plane. Hello. It was a what it would have been a really cool gift. Yeah. If you're not deathly afraid of heights, <sighs> chicken, jump out of a plane. <laughs> oh, you're afraid of heights. Here's a parachute <laughs> certificate. <laughs> oh, you know what I bet he'd like? I bet he'd like a free, like, skydiving lesson because he loves heights. So we go, I think it, it was one of, it wasn't mine. I think it was one. Of, no, it was mine because we stayed up and went to, we went all. Okay, river rafting, let's think about the time of the year. It was probably mine since it would be July. All right, and yours is October and hers M- was mine's January. September, actually. But oh, that's September. Okay. I so knew it was, it was yours. Close. So, we, so we go rafting. We're go, we go up to Durango, Colorado to right. go rafting with a bunch of people. Right. And um, the, the rapids weren't that bad, but there's one part that's really bad. Uh-huh. And it just happens to be the part where they have the photographer. Right. Okay. And so we go over the raft and, and our, our third party <laughs> falls into the river. Right. And it's it, it's so it's very iconic and heroic, you know, she falls into the river and I grab her and pull her out of the river and save her life. Right. Right. Right in front of the camera. So we have this awesome picture where I'm like pulling her back into the by boat the, by the life jacket, by the life jacket, <laughs> save her life by pulling her into the river or pulling her into the boat. The often overlooked first part of that story is that. I'm the one that accidentally knocked her into the river to begin with. <laughs> Do you know that? No. Yeah. He hit a thing and I'm all. <laughs> and hit her and knocked her into so the river. So it was river. a guilt save. That's so what you're saying? No, it's just that I was in position right away because I'm the one that actually <laughs> fell back and knocked her into the river. And then I turned around and there she was. I'm like, yes, to the rescue. <laughs> we'll just skip that first part. I stayed part. in the boat. I don't know what your problem was. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that uh, that was the first part of the story. That actually, accidentally knocked her into the river. That's hmm. why it was in position so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I, you know I'm quick, but not that quick. But then, so we we did that for two years. What was the end of that? It just was it. Did we all kind of go? It was the end th- of the season. Right, but did we just? We're this is too much. And I remember it. We were. Um, you had to buy to a certain date, and. We were getting close to that date, and I remember us having a conversation like, is it really making us the money that we want it to for the amount of work we're putting into yeah. it? Yeah, well, and I also think that the, the, uh, what, the, what the real estate agents were putting forth was kind of waning. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah, I think the economy had something to do with it, and we, just picked up a, we had just picked up a big client. So. Oh, as a marketing, mm-hmm. marketing firm? Yeah, okay. So, but it was, it was a fantastic time and, and we had a good time doing it. And then, um, <laughs> it's okay, he's, counting, count the money. he's counting pennies, one penny at a time. <laughs> you can't count them in your hand and then just maybe, but man, do we appreciate them letting us. Yeah, do we, we do appreciate them. We're, we'll give them a, a free plug Durango Joe's. So coffee shop, if you ever get a chance, check it out. Um, 
So then we finished that up in five then, right? 2005, yeah. three, four, uh, no, four, five, six. I don't remember. Did we just do the two We years? just did two seasons. Huh. Yeah, so, so I think five or six is when we wrapped that yeah. up. And then we did something kind of kind of special too, which is, I, I was so glad that you guys were part of that. Was the whole American Meth thing? Yeah, that was that was super cool. I mean, I had worked on the film for like uh, I think eighteen months, somewhere in there, and then it be, it came time to premiere this thing. Now, I didn't know what to expect, and you know, I'd love to get your take on, because you guys did some some marketing and things that I wasn't completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were doing that while I was working on other stuff. And so, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I really was hopeful that we would have like two or 300 people. Mm-hmm. That's all I was expecting. Hmm. And then when we had the actual screening, I mean, God, well, the Henderson, the theater down here in New Mexico, the Henderson Fine Arts Center holds, I think, 830 something. Packed. Yeah, it was packed. Standing room. And then we had four overflow rooms. Those were full. Mm-hmm. I think we ended up like, had like 1,200 or, or something like that. I don't remember the exact number, but I, I remember being very excited with, as more and more people were coming in the doors. And I'm like, wow, this yeah. is crazy. But, you know, on the news side of it, <clears throat> seeing what meth had done to this community, mm. it was in everybody's it was in everybody's conversations. It yeah. was just a huge topic at the time. So it, the timing was right on. Yeah. Well, and it was just, I mean, you guys did a fantastic job marketing that thing. And, of course, you know, in case you haven't noticed, when I do something, I like dive, yeah. I dive all the way in to do it. And, uh, you know, we were, try- we were trying to make it fancy. We were like, do you, me- do you remember some of the stupid shit that I ordered for food for people? Like, no. like, like quail legs. Do you remember we had like quail legs and like all this fancy stuff because yeah. we had like the VIP party afterward? yeah. yeah. But um, it was it was really cool because we had so many people show up, and then this was the kind of this is the kind of friendship that we all had. Is like you know I was the, okay. The movie started, everything was going, and, and you know okay now we got to do this and we got to do that. And and what was great about you two is you like grabbed my shoulders and you like made me go to the door mm-hmm. and you pushed me inside and you made me stand there and look at yes, what we had done. I do remember that, and it was super cool. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I took a mental picture of that, and I will always remember standing on the balcony looking over at 800 people watching this thing well i think in general with you you sometimes can miss the moment for all the work that goes around it and sometimes you and like when people are going into their wedding and whenever you're in this kind of industry yeah it is event to event to event and then there's a lot of work that goes on in between those events yeah and if you don't take a minute to be present and be aware of what you've accomplished I do that all the time with mine yeah and if you if you don't stop and just soak it in for a second you can miss it yeah well that's the thing is I'm not I'm not very retrospective even in the moment mm-hmm. um, and and I, I've never really been one to like stop and think about oh look at what and you know I think you need to do that mm-hmm. and then sometimes you can do it too much yeah oh yeah like, look what we've done before we even started it yeah you know I'm like okay yeah. um, we haven't done anything yet but yeah. I love your enthusiasm um, but you know I've always, I always appreciated that and I think you know at that particular time that was the that was the dynamic that was really productive for us mm-hmm. is that we kind of we what the hell 
is are we listening to? <laughs> but it's like that's what we provided was we filled the gaps that other mm-hmm. people might have at that particular moment. Absolutely. And and then it was just it was a very special time, and I always appreciated that. But um, you know, things happen, and people go different directions and do different things, and so. Let's talk about that. What have you been doing for the past like 10 years? You're doing your marketing thing here. Yeah, I have a marketing agency and I publish a kid's newspaper that comes out every other month. Let's talk about that. That's that's I'm really proud of you for that. You started that how long ago? 13 years. No way. Mm-hmm. You're kidding. Mm-mm. Yep, it's been well, 13 years and I'm, I distribute directly through the elementary schools. So, and then I have a hundred rack locations that those go in and I'm working. And so what's it, what's it called? San Juan County Kids. Now, do you have like a website? Yes. It's w- com. Have you franchised that yet? I'm still in the throes of it. So if so anybody, if anybody listening wants to check out what it is that you do, mm-hmm. San Juan County Kids and County is spelled out. Yes. San Juan County mm-hmm. Okay. And so what goes into your paper? Like what, what's your mantra or your, your mission statement for this paper? What are you trying to do with so it? So part of the reason why it even began is because, you know, coming from the news world, it was so depressing. Like news every day was so depressing. But the uplifting was our future in these kids and what they're up to. We've got some incredible kids and every community does, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like why not tell their stories and really be that catch all for all things family-related, kid-related, where you can have them all in one place. If there's an event, you don't, won't miss it because as a working mother, I would miss things oh, all right. the time. I'd right. see it after the fact. I'm like, ugh. And I your two boys are how old that. now? <laughs> 17 and 13. Yeah, well, that's mine. 17 and 14 and four. And four. Yeah. So. <sighs> so, okay, so you started with this one <clears throat> publication. Is it still just the one? It's still the one. Um, there, we are potentially starting one outside of Houston, another one um, in Utah, and potentially another one in Las Cruces. We'll see. Okay. All of those are potential. Potential. What's keeping that from happening? Um, Really, it's just a matter of getting the very well-rounded individuals together to make sure that they have a, a, a strong team, because I can't go and hang out in those cities for too long. I sure. can go and help them set up and get they're major advertisers, but then, you know. They need to take over. Right, and and I am doing some of the graphic design, I'm doing the editing, I'm doing the writing, I'm doing yeah. the layout, some of the layout, so it's just a matter of Well, you need to be able to hand that off, though, to right. somebody. Right, right. So, uh, I mean, you do a lot of other stuff, but I wanna stay on the, the so you've, you also took the San Juan County Kids thing and then turned that into KidFest. Right. Now, KidFest is how old? 13 years. If we, the very first Kid Fest was the launch for the newspaper. Oh, okay. okay. So, that and it sense. changes the theme every year. It's always the first Saturday in June, right. and it is grown to So, be tell crazy. us about the first one to the 13th one. The first one, we had about 4,000 people there. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, the largest one we had was the superhero theme, which was two years ago, and there was 23,000 people Are there. Are you kidding me? No, it was crazy. So people set up booths and... Yeah, so we have all the um, different com- community programs like 
the library reading program through the summer, the all the camps, all the different daycares, okay. everybody that has any kind of summer program usually has a, a vendor booth there. Right, and then you've probably got food and yes. entertainment mm-hmm. and face painting. Oh, and everything. Balloons. Any, all things kids, I always say. That's so fun. Yeah, and you can even come and adopt an animal. The animal shelter's there. <laughs> wow. Like, there's so many You're things you can do. Thinking of everything. Yeah, and the themes are so fun because we've gotten to do... Like, it keeps me young. It keeps yeah. me being a kid. Like, ooh, this one's going to be whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, so when you you look back at, uh, I mean, so you said, uh, what was that, 90, 90? No, hold on now. I don't do math like that. How but can you But it that? couldn't have been, it, it had to have been 98. Let's see. When did I 20. go to the, when did I go to the Hooskow? Let's see. Hooskow? Yeah, when did I go to jail? That was, because oh. that's when you got here. Right? Well, I moved here in 98. 98. Mm-hmm. And you left in 99? N- well, no. No. Because you said you left in 99. I did? Yeah, because you said that you're, that uh, Jalen was born in 2000, February 2000. So anyways, since neither one of us can do math. <laughs> that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Over the past 20-something years from... 97. 97 when you drove into town Mm -hmm. and you're still here Mm -hmm. like retrospectively like what do you what do you think of when you look back at the last 20 years you know it's really funny that you just asked me that question because I've had a, a huge year of looking back this last year and one thing I can say with every bit of my soul is that no matter what happens from here on, I have left San Juan County better than I found it. Hmm. I feel like what things that, that I have helped create and, and mold into, and some of them have been handed off, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like it's better. And it's not better for like everybody, but it's better for our kids. Yeah. No, that's why I'm really proud of, of what you've done with the with the paper and the kid festing because I you know I've saw, I, I, well saw let's see two I've seen two or three now come yeah. to think of it uh, you know just passing through or maybe I you know helped you with the first one or two just with little things I was never mm-hmm. very involved with that but like I've seen the people that go there and it's massive mm-hmm. and especially for here because it's very difficult for people to get people to do things here yeah it is. Um, is, you know, it's one of the reasons I left. It's just, it's so hard to get people involved sometimes. Um, and so, and then, you know, also, you know, I know that we're, we're a bit removed from it now, but it had to make you feel good to see how the community came together after that Aztec thing. Oh yeah. For I mean, sure. that was a big deal. Yeah. And I think it comes down to how this community is with our kids. Like I really do believe that's why I've been supported so much in so many of the things because mm-hmm. it's always related to the kids. Yeah. And I feel like it. they didn't just hurt two kids. They hurt all of us mm-hmm. because we, we value them and we really felt the hit. Mm. Oh, that's well said because, I mean, it's true. I mean you really look at it a lot of effort goes into the athletics around here and mm-hmm. supporting the athletics and that kind of stuff and one of the biggest things we have here is based around the kids with the Connie Mac World Series mm-hmm. I mean they're 15 16 years old so um, I you know I don't live here anymore but even from afar I could 
I could tell, uh, you know, I was really proud of how, number one, how everybody handled themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, I don't think Kurt Carpenter woke up expecting to be thrust into the national spotlight. No. But he handled it so well. Ugh. And, you know, everybody stepping up and even, you know, even the other kids doing what they did in the sports with supporting the schools and stuff. It mm-hmm. was cool. It was amazing. And it was fun to see even from even from Colorado. So, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm I don't know. It's it's funny that it's been that long. Mm-hmm. It's it really is. And, and it's great to see us still doing well. And, and uh, you know, it's it I'm, I'm glad that you that we were kind of there from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you got to see. You know, I got to see you grow. You got to see me grow. Yeah. I got to see you succeed. You got to see me succeed. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and what's uh, to come? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question because, you know, to be completely candid, I, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Yeah. The, the movie thing, you know, the these these five films are just they're just they were so taxing. Yeah. And they were all heavy. Uh huh. Yeah. You need to do something. Yeah. Uplifting. And well, this is this podcast thing has been that. Yeah, that's I've good. absolutely loved it, but uh, especially this last film, it just got very frustrating how how much I had to fight against people, you know, because yeah. it's a topic that they didn't want, they didn't right. like, and and ev- even though it was necessary, and I think it's very educational and it's it's on point with what we're trying to say. You know, I just got tired of traveling around the country and showing up to places that nobody came to the film. Yeah. And you and, and and nothing but, you know, persecution and negative comments and stuff. You're just like <laughs> like trying to help for. Yeah. Seriously. And you know, you know, I started American Meth in 2005 and I finished um, addicted to porn in 2017. That's 12 years of of just heavy. Yeah. And so I needed to do something different and I don't know what I'm going to do now. Hmm. Um I started, I, I've written three episodes for a television show that I was hired to write, so I did that. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's called The Observer, and it's, it's actually, it's steeped in journalism. Huh. It, I, it's a really cool show. I'll tell you more about it sometime. Okay. Um, but uh, it's exciting to see what's going to happen. I hope that the paper takes off. Me too. And if, if it does, let me know, and okay. we'll, we'll do something to help you out. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I just have no idea. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of fun because... Um, I, I can't do ruts. Yeah. I'm not a rut guy. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I was getting into a rut with the films. Um, but then at the same time, like, you know, someone asked me, what do you do? And I, for me to not say I'm a filmmaker anymore is kind of weird. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't like not knowing what I do. But I do know that I have really enjoyed doing this. And I love I love it because of this, you know, right. getting to sit down and visit. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Keep uh, dreaming. Yeah, right? Um, have, oh, have you seen The Disaster Artist yet? No. Do you know what it is? No. Um, anybody out there that has not seen The Disaster Artist, you need to go see it. It's it's, it's based on a guy named Tommy Wiesu, who made what most people say is the worst movie ever made. Uh-huh. And James Franco and Seth Rogen and uh, Lance. Lance. Is it is it <laughs> Dave Franco, the brother? Dave is younger. So James and Dave Franco and Seth Rogen made a movie about this guy that made that movie. Huh. And, like, it's already Oscar talk. Seriously. Really? For James Franco. And it is unbelievable. you got to watch it. But first you need to watch the movie, the bad movie. It's called The Room. Okay. It's amazing. you got to watch it. It's horrible. Okay. Horrible film. Anyways, that's they talk about following the dream. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep following the dream. Yeah, absolutely. So um, before... 
I let everybody go. I got to let that show's already over again. Oh, wow. Um, I got to tell you guys, coming up this Friday, it's a super cool show. We have a gentleman by the name of Pierre Coutel on the show. Pierre was a um, NASCAR crew chief who won a cup series um, with Carl Edwards as a crew chief. And now he is a chassis engineer for Tesla. Oh, wow. And so uh, Lance and I were out in the Bay Area not too long ago, and we got a chance to sit down and talk to Pierre about not only NASCAR, but the things that are happening at Tesla and what's coming up. I'm, I'm actually quite serious about looking into Tesla now. Oh, my brother is like a huge Tesla fan. I hear about it all the time. Unbelievable yeah, yeah. what these guys are doing oh, yeah. and what's coming. Uh-huh. And so um, it's a fascinating show coming up this Friday on the Jew Who Roadshow with Pierre Coutel. Uh, NASCAR guy and Tesla guy, and so if you're if you're a, um, a motorhead in any kind of way, you want to catch that, or a gearhead, you want to catch that. Also, you can support the show by going to patreoncom juhu p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash j-u-h-u. Check that out, and you can follow us on Instagram at the Juhu Roadshow. I love you. It's great to see you. Thanks for being love on the too. show, and we'll talk again soon. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of the Juhu Roadshow. You guys have a fantastic week, and uh, an awesome day.